and welcome to Wings of Fire, the Lost Book Series. Kaylee, how are you? It's been so long. I know, it's been a while, too long <laughs> from this podcast, but yeah. I know in all seriousness, I took a much needed break. I am at my grandmother's house in a state that shall not be named because I like my privacy uh, over Thanksgiving break. We're actually recording this on Thanksgiving, so this will be a fun episode. Yeah, this is the Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We're going to release it. And it's the first um, first of the, the first uh, chapters of the second book. Oh my god. Words. <laughs> not very articulate right now. Yeah. And <laughs> In okay, um, because Kaylee is recording. Yeah, and the fact that I'm recording, uh, my audio might be really crappy, so I apologize in advance. <laughs> but mm-hmm. instead, I have my microphone. But we it's, still see okay, so um, I'm going to share my screen so you can see the notes. Even though the. Even though I okay, so we're gonna start. Oh my gosh, it's been so long since we've done this. It's so weird. Yeah, we've just started. Can you see it? Chapter thirty-three. Okay, perfect. Chapter oh, no, no, not chapter thirty-three. I'm looking at last oh. episode's notes. What am I? You have to look at the uh prologue. There you, you have go. to look at the um. Yeah, here we go. And for those of you so, listening at home, you have no idea what we're talking about, and that's fine. Um, because we're on a meeting. Yeah. So, there you go. Anyway. He has to see it. Um, <laughs> On with the episode. Anyway. The prologue. Underwater, webs couldn't hear the screams of dying dragons. Underwater, the battle was as far away as the three moons. Fire couldn't touch him. Towns couldn't scar him. The blood washed away from his claws. Underwater, he was safe. Safe and a coward. Still better than loyal, brave, and dead. Webs shuddered away. A catfish was staring at him blank. Its whiskery tendrils drifted in the curtain. The expression on its face said, why is there a dragon sleeping on my river stones? Webs ate it, and that made him feel a little better. <laughs> this towns of- Yep. He's got to eat that fish. The towns of peace must know what's happened to, happened to the dragons by now, he thought. They have spies in the Skywing Palace. They don't need to hear it from me. The other towns did not need him to stand up in front of them and say, we failed. But But where could he go? He was already hiding from his own tribe, the Sea Wings. Did he have to hide from the towns of peace for the rest of his life as well? Webbs paddled to the surface of the river and cautiously poked his head out. It was dark with the claws of the clouds mountains. What is that name, though? Like What? The claws claws of the clouds mountains. What? The sky wings should not be allowed to name things. Yeah, don't don't no. The claws of the clouds. Oh wait, are the mountains the claws of the clouds? The it's the name of the mountain range, but it's the claws of the clouds. Still, yeah. I have to like reread that four times to understand what it's trying to say. So. Uh, I don't know. Sky wings have you've lost your uh, naming privileges. Sky wings should be. Like demoted yeah. from their job as naming things because it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. He'd been swimming down river for days. The sky wing was sky kingdom was far away. Webbs dragged his long aching body out of the water and took three steps in the into the forest before he noticed the dark shapes waiting for him. He spun around, 
Dun, dun, dun. Spun around, but a new dragon loomed down at the river to block his escape. Black spiral patterns marked his green scales and his teeth gleamed in the moonlight. Webs, said the other, seeming in a pleasant voice. I thought you would never wake up. Webs drew his talons through the river bank mud. Nautilus, he said. Dope name, though. That is a good like, name, though. Webs and then Nautilus. I know, like, Webs is such, like, a, like, um, I, 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 I will, I, if anyone has listened to the previous episode of, of this podcast, they will know that I have a something unhealthy bias against the name Webs and how just, how stupid it is. But Nautilus? That's that that's pretty good. Wait, wasn't it like is the name of like a ship and Nautilus? No, the a Nautilus is like an ancient sea creature. I know what it is, but or it's like what does it look like? Oh, it's like this little like Nautilus soft. Oh my spider. god, why am I on? Like a shell. Okay. Oh, those things look like really cool though. Oh my god. Um. Stripey. Well, yeah. Okay. Naming a dragon Nautilus yeah. is way cooler than naming a dragon Webs. Webs. Like, what is wrong with you? First, the sky wings and now the sea wings. What's next? The mud wings name somebody Clay? Oh, right. <laughs> oh, wait, they did, already did that. Oh, yeah. Wait <laughs> oh, wait a minute. But honestly, Clay is like a. Okay. I, I, have, I have, like, heard of people that it's are like. Clay is cool. not an un- super uncommon human name, so I mean, like, I get that. But yeah. and most of the other mudwing names are you know, that by like Umber and even though like Sora is technically like a blue, blue. a blue color, <laughs> a blue color, yeah, yes, just Sora. Some sort of what blue. is it? Like, Sora is okay. Sunny images. is a little images. like dorky, but it's cute. Though. Blaze, oh blister, God. and burn. What oh, wait. The there's Sora color palette. Oh, yeah. Sora color palette. Sora is blue. And. Mm-hmm. Blue. Uh, so, vermilion is actually his color. Yeah. So that's props Props to um, um, the whatever the author's name is. I can't remember. Twee. There we go. <laughs> props to Twee. Twee. <laughs> Sometimes she's great. Not a good name. Anyway. Sometimes this tangent leads to one thing. Nautilus is a dope. Yeah. He so hated the tremble of fear in his voice. Yeah. I have important news for the talents. You don't say, said Nautilus. I suppose you got lost on your way to the usual meeting place. Oof. So we thought we'd come find you, said one of the dark figures in a voice like icicles dripping. Cirrus. Is it Cirrus? It's Cirrus. Whoops, thought. It was but never a good sign. Cirrus. Yeah, Cirrus. Wait, it was never a good sign when Cirrus the ice wing appeared. The sky wings Wait, found a cave. Ice wing here. It's the towns of peace. <gasps> oh, I must have missed that. I'm sorry. They are multi. They are multi race. I thought it was just meeting with the sea wings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if you just hear tell me. the truth. It's not your fault. And Queen Scarlet took the dragonets. Yes, said Nautilus dryly. We've gathered that much from how she's been pra- practically been standing on the tallest mountain shouting, I have the dragonets of destiny. They're all mine. Dude, this sarcasm could actually be true, though. Like, it's, I could totally see Queen Scarlet standing on the mountain. She probably, like, the queens had, like, a gathering and everyone was like, 
so what's new? And they're like, oh, I got the dragon. It's a destiny. And she'll, like, she'll cough and then she'll like do the like thing. Like, <laughs> no, I just got the dragon. It's a destiny. I could so see her doing that. And like she'll make it into a song too. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us everything, Sirius. How did they find you? Well, Webster's. <laughs> It started when two of the dragonets tried to run away. Well, why would they run away? Nautilus asked sharply. What did you do to them? Webb felt his gills flare. We kept them alive, he snarled, and trapped them underground and chained Tsunami and planned to kill Glory because she wasn't part of the prophecy. But what choice did we have? <laughs> Surely you caught the runaways and brought them back, said a voice in the shadows. Surely. Webb recognized Crocodile, a mudling new to the town's peace. His hopes rose. In his few meetings with her, she'd been sympathetic. Perhaps he had one ally here. Er, wait, you're British now? <gasps> what? British? British? If my own head cannon, Webbs is British, I will die on this hill. Webbs is Webbs is British. I can, like, Webbs with, like, a cup of tea. I need, like, <laughs> a piece of fan art. Like, Webbs sitting in, like, this comfy, like, floofy chair. I can do that. I, I need a cup of tea with a monocle. <laughs> Then it's I will beautiful. Be, I, my life will be my life will be complete. I have to now devote my entire day to drawing that. Yes. <laughs> you do that. I will love you. Yeah. Wait, yep. you don't I already hear people me. yelling in the background. I'm at a house with a lot of other people, so. Wait, you don't already love me? I'm your cousin. Anyway, <laughs> awkward silence. Uh, anyway, things are er, er, Webbs the British said, No, not exactly. They kind of came back on their own. Wait, oh my gosh. If Webbs is British, that means somebody is totally Australian. <gasps> yes. Wait, no, I remember in the episode 14, Rainwings have Australian accents. Wait, really? But Glory doesn't have that because she grew up outside of the tribe. In episode 14, we went over that. Oh, yeah, because you said they have accents. Oh, <gasps> yes. <laughs> okay, I cannot wait for Glory's book. When we go to the Rainling Kingdom, that's when I'm... I'm, I'm and they're all Australian. Australian. <laughs> and they're all Australian. And they talk with boomerangs and kids. Not exactly. Amazing. Kind they of... play didgeridoos. It's <laughs> mm. uh, okay. so amazing. Yes. Not exactly. They kind of came back on their own to get the others. He cleared his throat. We weren't expecting that. Kestrel thought they'd be long gone as soon as they hit the sky. It sounds as if they felt like prisoners, Nautilus said in a soft hiss. You told us to keep them underground. That was Webb's protest. That was a decision made by all the talents. But we wanted them to be agreeable, not rebellious, said Nautilus. That was the entire point, wasn't it? They're teenagers. Their instinct yeah. is to be a rebel and be rebellious. Yeah. Like, come on. For real. <laughs> um, yeah. It wasn't our fault, we muttered. Maybe there's something wrong with them. No, they're just teenagers. What does this have to do with the Skywings? Cirrus hissed. The Skywings followed Clay and Tsunami back to the cave, Webbs explained. That's how Queen Scarlet found us. She, we tried to fight back, but she killed Dune and took Kestrel along with the dragonets. Will she make them fight in her arena? Asked Crocodile. Can they win? They're only dragonets, Sirius growled. Of course they won't survive the arena. Surely she'll spare the Skywing, at least, Crocodile said. Webb's flinched. He had never been brave enough to confess to the Towns of Peace that they lost their Skywing dragonet and replaced it with oh the Oh my 
God. When Do you not have uh, business meetings? I mean, that seems like a very poor way. Dude, if you, it's like, been. It's been how many years? Six. You still have told them. What the heck? Yeah. Sorry. You still have not told them that you don't. Oh my God. Webs. Yeah. But now that the dragonets were out in the world, everyone would know soon. You know that what Queen Scarlet did to all the skywing dragonets who hatched on the bright night, Cirrus hissed. Mercy is not exactly in her nature. Can't we go get them? He, uh, Webbs asked. Maybe if all the talents attacked at once, his voice faltered. Who is he kidding? He wasn't up to go rushing into the skywing palace to die. Really? All the talents... Seriousist, 40 dragons against the 100 Skywing Palace guards. A brilliant plan. No wonder we left the dragonets in your capable claws. Nice. <laughs> Suicide mission may not be necessary, Nautilus said. Something happened in the Skywing Palace yesterday. We don't have any clear reports yet, but one spy said he thought Queen Scarlet was dead, killed by the dragonets. Webb's flared his wings in surprise. By my dragonets? Yes. My dragonets? That's so cute! But at the same time, I can't tell if this is, like, really cute or toxic. Because, <laughs> like, it's my dragonets. I guess it's, like, more like he's raised them. He's the only dragons that he's seen for six years of his life. I know, it's so cute. Oh, it's so cute. It's like, they're my babies. He's, like, their father figure. But, like, really distant <laughs> father figure. Really distant one. Yeah, he's, like, the Maybe. only good member of the Talents of Peace. I'm getting, like, really, really, like, jerk vibes off the rest of them. Like, Nautilus, cool name, bro, but personality-wise, no. Well, they mentioned Crocodile the Mudwing, that she was nice. Yeah, so. she seems cool. Yeah. The name, like, Crocodile, you know, like, she's, like, gotta be, like, really cool. And swag. <laughs> like a backwards hat. And <laughs> big some Mountain Dew. <laughs> Maybe they have a talent for escaping, Nautilus said, although another spy was sure they all died trying to fight their way out. If they are loose, Imperia, how do we suggest we find them? How do you suggest we find them? Nautilus asked. Non-suicidal suggestions only, please. Well, for us, you may feel free to kill yourself whenever it's convenient. Wow. Oof. Yeah, Nautilus, this is not, I do not like this color on you. Nautilus? I don't, yeah, yeah, true. I don't know, Webbs admitted. If we can't get the dragonets back, Nautilus mused, I suppose we'll have to consider our backup plan. He scratched his gills thoughtfully. What backup plan? Webbs asked. The one you don't get to know about, Cirrus said. Wow. But, but we have to get them back, Webbs said. They're the dragonets. They're the only ones who can stop the war. Have a little faith in the prophecy, Webbs. Have a little faith in the prophecy webs, Nautilus said. Yes, don't worry, Crocodile said reassuringly. The Talons of Peace wouldn't put all their eggs in one nest. It's a good backup plan. I don't understand. Was there another prophecy he didn't know about? Of course, Nautilus said. That means you would be a problem. Webbs barely had time to say what before Cirrus was suddenly on his back, pinning him to the ground. His wounds from the Skywing soldiers flared up in bright new pain. One wing was twisted behind him, and he could feel the ice wing serrated claws digging into his scales. What are you doing, Webbs yelped. I've, one of you, I've been with the Talons of Peace for seven years. And now you failed us, Cirrus hissed. Wow. Now, now, Nautilus said, then paused. No, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's like, wait, this is getting too intense. Actually, you know, <laughs> think about it. You deserve this thing. <laughs> I'm going to dig your heart out and feed it to the fish, Sirius growled. The irony. Oh, because he's a sea wing. Wow. He's a sea wing. Uh, oh, my no. God. 
I mean, practically like small scale cannibalism right there. <laughs> a sea dragon eaten by sea creatures that, oh god, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop thinking about it. Oh god. That's nine kinds of messed up. But we're the dragons for peace, he said, his teeth gritted with pain. If we kill each other, aren't we as bad as burn and, burn and blister and blaze? Oh my god. No, you can't be as bad as them. They're just messed up on a whole different level. Yeah. They're like, nah, nah. It's like a dream to be as bad as them. Anyway, sorry, Web Snubless said. Peace is more important than any one dragon. For the And you disrupt our backup plan. We're doing this for your own good. For the props, for peace. The probably yep. are even messed up like five different times. How is yeah. that <laughs> How is Web's death going to like continue the prophecy being further not messed up? I don't. I, I just mm. I don't. I don't get it. Flawed logic, whatever. Yeah. Web's heard the horrible echo of his own words. The same thing he'd said to the dragonettes whenever they complained about life under the mountain. It's for your own good. Peace is the most important thing. He believed it when he said it. No doubt Nautilus did. Nautilus gestured with one talent. Sears pripped his heart out. The jaws of the ice wings sprang open, and Sears flung webs down into his back. His icicle sharp claws flexed, ready to tear into webs' underbelly. Suddenly, Crocodile cannoned into him, knocking Sears into the underground. Yes! I said Crocodile. Crocodile is awesome. I knew it. <laughs> yep. Webs didn't that Mountain Dew. <laughs> the Mountain Dew gave it the power. Webbs didn't hesitate. He flipped upright and shot into the sky as fast as his wings could carry him. He heard shouts as Crocodile struck out at the dragons around her, and he felt a stab of guilt. Good. He was leaving her to save his own scales. He heard wingbeats behind him and flew harder. He imagined Cirrus breathing down his tail or Nautilus hissing closer and closer. But it was Crocodile's voice who called to him. Fly, Web, she cried. I knocked them out. They didn't see that coming. Ha! Oh my god, I love her. I love her so much. Thank you, Webbs called back, twisting to see her heavy brown shape soaring behind her. Him. Where will you hide? She asked. He shook his head. I have no idea. I heard there's a dragon in Jade Mountain who might. You should go home, she said, tilting her wings to swoop under him. From what I heard here, Queen Coral's in a merciful mood these days. She'll never forgive me, not after everything I did. He said, it's not just that I deserted her during battle. She must know I was the one who stole her egg for the prophecy. You might be surprised, said Crocodile. Isn't she supposed to be one of the greatest queens in history? That's what all the seawing scrolls say. Maybe she'll forgive you. Why not take the chance if it means you can go home again? Spoiler, I bet the seawings wrote that scroll, wrote those scrolls that say she's one of the greatest queens in history. Yeah, duh. Yeah. I mean, That's like, a biased like, opinion. For real, like, the greatest queen. Define greatest, come on, man. Yeah. That's just like that's not even a spoiler. That's just played. I think the only unbiased um, writers that ever write scrolls are hybrid dragons because they have no loyalty to any tribe, really. Or their rainwings. <laughs> <laughs> or the rainwings. Yeah. They just make everybody look bad because they. <laughs> everyone else calls them lazy. <laughs> Up to you, Crocodile said, banking away from him. I'm just telling you what I've heard. Good luck either way. Good luck to you too, Webs called. She vanished into the trees, and he wondered where she would go now. He missed the ski with the sea, with every scale on his body. He missed the palaces, the currents, the whale songs, the feasts, the gardens, the other sea wings. Yeah, I mean, like, but mostly like the architecture. That's cool too. Yeah. Yeah. 
If the towns are done with me, if I promise her I'll be brave this time, maybe I can go home again. Aww. Chapter one. And that was a prologue. That's like the mm-hmm. worst freaking prologue ever. Yeah. A wave roared onto the beach and crashed around Tsunami's talons. Her webbed claws sank into the wet sand. Her blue wings billowed in the wind. She lifted her head, breathing in the wild sea air. This is where she was supposed to be. This was her ocean. Let me guess, Glory said mockingly behind her. You guys, that's the smell of freedom. Freedom smells a lot like fish, Starflight observed, which to be clear is kind of nose-curlingly awful. I love this. This is just perfect. Uh, it's beautiful. That's the smell of freedom. And I can hear her saying it. Like <laughs> I can literally one hear it in my mind. Yes. I don't know. With like striking a pose, I'm like you guys, that's the smell of freedom. <laughs> Starflight being the mood killer. Like, like fish. Fish. Uh, the dragon I love show. <laughs> anyway, continue. I love it, Tsunami said. This is what the towns of peace had stolen from her. They kept her trapped in the steel, st- steel, stale, dry air under the mountain her whole life. When she was meant to be out here, flying and swimming and living like a real sailing. Starflight glanced up at the sky and edged back towards the dark foliage that lined the beach. Shouldn't we stay under the trees? What if a patrol spots us? I mean, he stopped and took a deep breath. We must stay under the trees. All right, yes, everyone back to the trees right now. Everyone <laughs> promptly ignored him. Wow. <laughs> was it only a week since they'd run away from their guardians? Wait, really? And really? only a week? Eh? Huh? Wait a second, because... Wait, because uh, I'm trying to do math in my head. Insert gif here. Um, wait. So it was like... Kalei said it was like three days in the Skywing prison? And I guess they've been flying for a while. Because they had to go to the Diamond's Bridge Delta and then to the ocean. I'm so, gonna Google. Wait, how much mush? Okay, I'll continue. Time. It was hard to remember exactly how long they'd been trapped in the Skyling prison. There was only one thing Tsunami remembered clearly: the sound of bones snapping under her talons. She poked a hole in the sand with her claw. I had to kill that seaweed. Queen Scarlet forced us to fight. There was no other way out of the arena. He was crazy. It was him or me. The same thoughts kept circling her in her head like a lame-winged dragon's. She shook her head and flared her wings. This was ridiculous. Was she a dragon or a scavenger? Dragons were meant to be fierce warriors. One little death shouldn't rattle her so much. Okay, sorry. I googled it. And it says, um, uh, the first book happens over a two to three month period. That makes no sense. No. That's. That seriously makes no sense. Literally, okay, what math? How long, how much time passes? Math is just over out the window. The first book of Wings of the Dragonet Prophecy. Okay. <laughs> and the first result is is there a study guide? Wow. Okay, does it tell you how much time passes? I don't even know. I'm looking on the um I'm looking on the wiki and it doesn't 
don't think it says anything about this. Probably shouldn't look at the wiki too because there's spoilers probably. So. Yeah, no, it's only showing my notes, not the wiki. I think. Okay. Anyway, we'll just pretend that uh that one week equals two to three months. That'll be fine. And uh, let's continue because Matt is yeah. thrown <laughs> down the stairs. You know what I love? Clay said mournfully. Fish. Lots of fish. Big fish I can eat. Not these little wiggle scraps. Oh, I was about to say It literally says wiggle scraps. Yeah. The mudlings so mud sat down on the sand beside Tsunami. His stomach growled loud enough for all of them to hear. Sunny. Sunny giggled. Clay, it's only been a day since you caught that enormous pig for all of us. Wasn't enormous, Clay said. He sighed, his wings drooping. That was the smallest pig in the whole world. You should have eaten my carrots. Sunny clambered up to sit on his back and peer out of the ocean. I'm serious, everybody, Surflight said. It's not safe out on the beach, not with all the mudwings and skywings looking for us. The nightwing was standing well out of reach of the waves, trying to shake sand off his tail. As far as Tsunami was concerned, they'd already wasted a day flying south of the diamond, of the diamond spray delta. Basically, the Starflight had worried and complained until everyone agreed. But Tsunami didn't want to keep running. She wanted to find her family. Once they knew who she was, she was sure the sea wings would protect her and her friends. Why are you so worried? Tsunami asked him. If they do recapture us, won't your Nightwing friends come swooping in to rescue you again? Starflight flutters his wings indignantly. I'm not worried for me, he said. I'm trying to keep us all safe. He glanced at Sunny and ducked his head. I'm keeping us safe just fine, Tsunami protested. When have I ever let us run? Were you yawning or like gasping? Oh no, I was I was yawning, sorry. Yeah, I was like looking at you and was like, did you just realize something? Did you just have him pick me? Um no. <laughs> Well, Glory pointed out, there's that time we got captured by Skywings and then Queen nearly killed us all. Wow. Tsunami snapped her tail into the water and sent a cold wave of a glory. The raining hissed and jumped away from the sea. Stop it, Sunny said. Stop fighting all of you. Clay, stop them. He patted at the top of his head to pull his attention from back from the tiny fish swimming around his feet. Oh my lord, Sunny's too cute. She's like, I just need to do. She's like, boop someone on the head to be like, hey, stop staring at the fish. (laughs) Oh yes, let's hear it from our big wings, Glory teased. Her scales this morning were gold like Sunny's, but with drifting splashes of ocean blue. She turned and stuck her tongue out at Tsunami. Hey, Clay said, nudging Tsunami's wing with his own. It's all right for Starflight to work. We don't even know if Queen Scarlet is alive or dead. But, he added quickly, I know you want to find the sea wings as fast as possible. So let's find them instead of fighting about it, and then we can get to safety sooner. Tsunami shot one more narrow-eyed look at Starflight, then turned back to the ocean. Clay was right. The important thing was to find her family and a safe place for them all to hide. For he yeah. has a big brain moment. Wow. Clay soaring to new heights. No pun intended. Actually, no pun intended. Oh, my God. Oh, Glory said. So wise and big. I think he is, Sunny said, wrapping her forearms around Clay's neck. Starflight sat down, flipping his tail around his talons unhappily. Glory settled her sun-colored wings. 
So now what? Should we shout, hey, Seawing, we've got your missing princess, and wait for dragons to bound joyfully out of the ocean? With a feast, Clay cried, startling a seagull into the air. There was a feast at the end of the story. When the missing Seawing princess got home, her parents were so happy they made a feast. I remember the feast. They ate a whole whale. That was a good feast. I bet I could eat a whale. Do you think we'll get a feast? Oh, my gosh. The missing princess was just a story in a scroll. Yep, reflected. We have no <laughs> idea. Of course, Starflight. Starflight's just the biggest realist that you'll ever find. This is the mood killer in this story. <laughs> Fisher Tiny. <laughs> Fisher Tiny. We have no idea what we'll actually find in the Kingdom of the Sea. That's true, Clay's wings drooped. It might not be what you're hoping for, Tsunami. Like finding out my mother sold me for a cow. Hey, said Glory. At least it was, it was at least two cows. Wow. Hmm. Comforting, <laughs> said Clay. It wouldn't be like that for Tsunami. She was sure. She was the daughter of the Seawing Queen. Not only that, but according to Starflight, none of the Queen's other female dragonets had survived to adulthood. That's scary. That is very scary. That is scary. She has 32 sons, but none of her ch- daughters can 30? survive? Two? 32. Eh? Mm-hmm. How is None that? of her daughters can survive. It's weird. Curse. Or just, I don't know, she murders them all. That is a good... <laughs> D- don't say anything? <laughs> Nothing is the only living heir to the Seawing Kingdom. One day, she would be queen of the Seawings. True, that meant one day she'd have to fight her own mother to the death to become queen. But that day was as far as off as she wanted it to be. Not something she had to think about now. I could just dive in there and look for the seeming palace, Tsunami suggested. Out there? Starflight sounded alarmed. He spread his wings and shook sand off them, blinking anxiously. Where else do you suggest I find the sea wings? She asked. Swimming in the ocean is not like swimming in an underground cave river, Starflight lectured. There are strong currents and unpredictable waves and, and big things with teeth. I'm a big thing with teeth. Tsunami <laughs> He didn't laugh. It's not safe, he said. What if we lose you? Tsunami wanted to poke his wrinkled up, worried snout with her sharpest claw. Starflight, cheer up, Sunny interjected. Tsunami can do anything. And how is she supposed to get home to her family if she can't go into the sea? Oh no! Clay heaved himself to his feet, scattering sand and nearly dislodging Sunny, who grabbed his neck with a yelp. Sand and seashells and tiny, astonished crabs flew through the air as he lashed his tail. Ow, stop that, Glory commanded, covering her eyes. What about us? Clay's big brown, wi- big brown wings flapped. I didn't think of that. Tsunami, we can't go with you to the seeming palace. We can't breathe down there. How can we stick together if you're underwater? He clawed at the water, leaving deep gouges in the wet sand. What are we going to do? Oh my gosh. He's like, oh my God, he's so Spiral and just a hurricane. And it's so cute. It's so cute. Tsunami kind of adored Clay when he was in the tizzy. She also <laughs> adored that it had taken an entire di- day for him to occur to the sea, that, a sea, that this kingdom of sea was underwater. Wow. So this is my current theory. Like- friends will make you feel better. Best friends will make you more mad at yourself than make you mad at them. Yes. That's the current theory. That's my current theory of the world. Yeah. Seriously. Here, supporting my, um, supporting my uh, theory. Seriously, Gloria said to Clay, all those geographers. Geography lessons and not a single one suck it. Clay turned in a confused circle. Crabs scurried out of the way of his giant talons. What? 
The ceilings have an above water palace too, Starfly said in his uh, See, you should have studied more voice so they can receive guests, like their sandwing ally, Blister. It's on an island somewhere in the Bay of a Thousand Scales. Oh, Clay sat down with a wishing sigh. Wow. Oh my god, how did he survive? I don't know. <laughs> Starfly is literally Hermione. He's, he's the only person that knows what he's doing in these situations. Without Sunny Starfly, dead. they would all be dead. Yeah, pretty much. Sunny patters his shoulder. I didn't remember that either, she offered. Shall we, go, shall we go there, right? Not easily, Starflight said. Both teeming palaces, underwater and on land, are well hidden. That's how they've lasted so long in this war, even though they don't have fire like the other tribes. Nobody can find them to attack their homes. Some like the Nightwings, Glory sniped. It's nothing like the Nightwings, Tsunami cried. Seawings aren't trying to act all mysterious and pretentious. They're just being sensible about guarding their home. There are over a thousand islands to search, but it's still probably Starflight stopped mid-sentence and glanced at the sky again. Does anyone else smell fire? I'm not hiding in the trees every time some little thing spooks you, Tsunami said. Wait, I think he's right, Sunny said, lifting her head. I hear wing beats. I do too, Starflight said. The spiny ridge along his back stood up in alarm, and he bolted for the trees, running as fast as he could. From this far away, Tsunami said skeptically, I don't see anything up there. But just as she said it, she spotted a cluster of red specks like spattered blood in the sky winging down from the mountains in the northwest. A Skyland patrol was coming their way. Winging down? Winging. What? It says that. Winging. Winging down. No, winging. You're not ringing. No, I said winging. winging. You said winging? Okay. Yeah. Is that an actual word? Winging. Winging. I know you can, like, wing something. But, like, winging. What? Oh. It's like you're winging something, so you're doing it on the floor. I guess it's like turning. I don't I don't know. That's a it's weird like phrase. maybe? I don't know. Maybe like turning sharply. Winging down. Winging. Or like maybe just flying, I guess. That's very I strange. Know. I don't know, and I don't, I don't know, and I don't know. <laughs> Chapter two. Quick, into the water, Tsunami ordered. It was closer than the trees, and it would hide them just as well. No way, said Glory. She sank to the ground, spreading her wings and shifted color. Her scales flowed into the rocky... Huh? Is she afraid of water? No, I guess I guess all dragons don't really like getting wet. They're cats. We went over this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're based off of cats. Yeah. Her scales flowed into the rocky, sandy pattern below her until she was impossible to see, especially from the air. It happened so fast, Tsunami nearly lost track of where she was. Gloria was getting better at that trick. Fine, come on, Sunny. Tsunami reached for the little sandwich. I'd rather not, Sunny squeaked. I can make it to the trees. I'll fly really fast. She dumped, jumped off Clay's back and flapped after Starfly. It'll be safer in the sea, Tsunami puffed. Tsunami turned and dove into the ocean. Clay was already burrowing into the shallow mud shelf, displacing startled flatfish and sending up clouds of minnows. That's so Clay. Uh-huh. Digging himself a hole and hiding in it. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Tsunami breathed in and salt water rushed into her gills. It surprised her how sharp it felt, like inhaling smoke. It was nothing like the crystal clear water of the underground cave. What's more, the current kept trying to shove her back into the beach, then yank her out again. Yes, Tsunami, that is how a sea works. It is constantly working against you. Yeah. <laughs> There's something <laughs> called a current. <laughs> yep. 
and it does not help you. Yeah, tsunami. How do you not know how a sea works? You're freaking sea wing. But she plowed forward and down, past clay, beating her wings as the water got deeper. Schools of tiny purple fish whirled away from her like stars exploded. Over the edge of the sand shell, the deeper ocean floor was covered in bundles of eelgrass. Waving dark green tendrils reached up to brush Tsunami's underbelly. She glanced up at the sky above her, still empty, and decided to risk surfacing. She had to be sure Sunny was safely hidden. The thunder of wing beats echoed in her ears as she poked her head out and turned toward the beach. The little sand wing was almost to safety. Tsunami could see Starflight standing out under the trees, reaching his front claws out to pull Sunny in. Un- overhead, wait, why isn't Sunny flying? Yeah. Is she running? I don't know. Wait, what is this? You are dragons! You delete an important detail accidentally in making your notes? I I don't think so. No, Why this is like... Running? No. No, because Starflight was running too. Wait, no, because Starflight's flying, like, scroll back up, wait. No, see, look, um, this, and he bolted for the trees, running as fast as he could. Running. So he's going to the trees. He was, he ran to the trees, and. And Sunny's following him. I think Sunny's running as well. Sunny freaking ran? What is wrong with you? You're a dragon. Yeah. Oh, what is this? Dragon with wings equals fly, <laughs> not run. Ugh. This equation is a bit off. <laughs> Overhead, an orange shape shot past, flying at full skywing speed, faster than any other tribe could fly. A red dragon flew close behind the first, followed by three more. Their enormous wings nearly blotted out the sun as they whooshed over the dragonette's head. Then she saw the last dragon, sunset orange, flames flickering from his nose and it with a jagged tear on the tip of his left wing. He flew slower than the others, bringing up the rear, and his head swung back and forth, dark eyes searching the ground below him. Sunny found, uh, Tsunami found herself holding her breath. The skywing snout swung toward the trees just as Sunny's tail whisked out of sight. He paused, beating his wings back to hover in the air for a moment. Was he staring at the trees? Had he seen Sunny? What if he called the others back? The troll dragons were several wing beats away already, but one shout could bring them hurtling around at lightning speed. Sunny and Starflight were no match for six full-grown skywing soldiers. A curl of smoke rose from the skywing snows, and he opened his mouth. If there was any chance of saving her friends, Tsunami had to shut him up. He, she burst out of the water and agreed with him, smashing her tail behind her for momentum. Her wings powered her up to ram right into the skywing's underbelly. He coughed out a puff of fiery smoke and clutched his midsection. The breath knocked out of him. Tsunami had a few moments before he could recover enough to call for help. She stuck around him, slamming her tail into his head and landed on his back as hard as she could. What if this what if this guy went and just had to sneeze or something? Like, like like what if what if he wasn't actually going to call them back? This guy nearly fell into the water, but he fought back up into the air. Tsunami kicked at his wings with her claws and slid back toward his tail, trying to drag him down with her weight. He was too big and strong for her up here. Only taking him by surprise had given her a temporary advantage. She needed to get him to the ocean to even up the fight. The orange dragon snarled and twisted, shooting a blast of flames out of his snout, which barely missed her. 
Tsunami yanked him down to the water, but his massive wings beat harder and harder. It felt like a hurricane whistling around her ears. She could tell he was gaining height, and in a moment, he'd be strong enough to call the other soldiers back. You're not getting my friends, Tsunami thought fiercely. She found the vulnerable spot on his tail and sank his te her teeth in. He convulsed with pain, nearly throwing her off, and shot another blast of fire under his wing at her. How have the other Skywings not noticed that there's a literal, like, fight going on right behind them? <laughs> yeah. They're just that dumb. Yeah. It's like, I just don't, I, yeah, how did they not see Sunny? If she, if her tail was just disappearing into the trees as the last Skywing came yeah. by, how did they not I, see Sunny? Duh. Oh my like, gosh. So stupid. Mm-hmm. At first, she only thought he had missed. Then she felt a searing trail of agony spreading along her neck. It felt as if someone were trying to saw through her scales with a scaling hot wire. She closed her eyes and clamped her jaw harder, determined to hang on, although spots were starting to dance in her vision. Suddenly, the dragon lurched toward the sea. Tsunami's eyes blew open. Clay had flung himself between her and the dragon's snout, spreading his fireproof wings. His claws clamped down on the skyman's back, and the extra weight drove the soldier down and down toward the sea. Together, Clay and Tsunami had dragged the skyman into the ocean. He fought wildly the whole way, but his flames couldn't hurt Clay's fire-resistant scales, and his giant wings couldn't help him once he was underwater and cut off from breathing. As soon as they hit the water, Tsunami swam into the skyman's head and held it below the surface until he stopped thrashing. She let go, and so did, oh my god, my voice. <laughs> She let go and so did Clay. The dragon's body began to drift slowly toward the sea floor. You just like drowned. Yeah, you just like drowned a man. The skywing, like bro. And like, so this, okay, so he could have, like you said, he could have just been sneezing or yawning or like opening his mouth as one does. <laughs> What's the age recommendation? I don't know. Nine to ten, nine to nine up. Eight wings of fire. Let me see. <gasps> Eight or nine? Bro. Eight to twelve? Eight. Uh. To wings of fire, the lost air. How about we specify? Bro. Okay, wait, Amazon will tell me. Um the lost air. Oh yeah, they're they're reading level. Wait, no, 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 no. Tell me. Grace three to seven, third grade, eight to twelve years. Okay, this website, what reading level is the lost air? Um No 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 grades no. three to five. <laughs> Bro, they literally just drowned a dragon. It's like, I had Yeah, they literally just killed somebody. Good <laughs> for third graders. Dudes. If a third grader reads this, then they're probably going to need therapy, but whatever. Yeah. Just like, like Tsunami needs therapy. Wow. They all need therapy. They all need therapy. Just get this dude a therapist already. Yeah. Just swim after the dragon and grab one of his wings, then look back up at Clay. He met her eyes and to her relief, didn't even hesitate before swimming to the other way. They dragged the skywing up onto the beach. The current had carried them farther away than Tsunami had guessed, and it was painfully hard to swim back to shore, especially with a full-grown dragon weighing them down. By the time they reached the beach, the rest of the patrol had vanished from sight. She wondered how long it took, how long it would be before they noticed this one missing and came back to look for them. 
Probably never, because they're capitalist stupid. <laughs> I mean, they missed the entire fight. Tsunami was literally burned. There was fire. There was fire. There was screaming. There was dragons. There was, like, roaring. Like, dragons are just with their AirPods in, like, do 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 you see this dragon? Uh, we lost the guy. Uh, can't go back to look for him. Deuces. I didn't say anything. Wow. Oh my god. Tsunami collapsed onto the sand beside the skyway. Clay peered into the dragon's snout and started thumping his chest. What is wrong with you? Glory's voice snapped. The rainwing materialized from the sanding background, turning her scales a darker shade of brown so they could see her. She glared at Tsunami. Why did you do that? Oh, you're welcome, Tsunami said, just saving your life, as usual. By attacking random dragons, Glory cried. In another moment, they would have been gone. And what are you doing? She glabbed. She jabbed Clay on the side with one of her wings. Uh, Clay mumbled, fixing him? What? He kept thumping this... He kept thumping the Skywing's chest. Did he try to do CPR? <laughs> yep. That's hilarious. What? Glory left, yelped, you can't let him live. She cried, tried to grab one of Clay's forearms, but Tsunami shoved her away. We don't have to kill him, Tsunami said. We'll tie him up and leave him here. Great, Glory said. How about a trail of cow parts, too, and a map of where we're going? Or perhaps we could set this part of the forest on fire just to make sure everyone knows how to find us. Would you like me to spell dragonettes was here in giant rocks? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Fine, Tsunami said. Here he is. You kill him. I need, like, I need some kind of, like, something piece of station or some, some kind of thing. This is Dragonus was here on it. <laughs> uh, that needs to be a sticker on my laptop, because I have a bunch of left stickers, but I can make room. Yeah. I need Dragonus. Lori looked down at the unconscious dragon and hesitated. I don't kill dragons who can't bite back, she said finally. Why not, Tsunami said. Just splat some venom on his face and melt him if it's that easy for you. Glory sank her claws into the sand, scowling. Bubbles of dark purple began spreading across her scales. Sunny and Starflight landed on the beach beside them. Sunny gave the skyline a horrified look, and Tsunami remembered that she'd been trapped in another part of the place during the palace during the arena fights. She'd never seen her friends battle another dragon. Is he all right? Sunny asked Clay. Try this, Starflight offered, coming over to help. Clay shifted aside, and they rolled the dragon onto his stomach. Why did you attack him? Sunny blurted at Sunny, the Tsunami. The little sandwing's harmless tail flicked back and forth anxiously. To save you, Tsunami said, stung. But he wasn't even doing anything, Sunny protested. He was just flying by. I thought he saw you, she growled. He was about to call out to the others. I saw him open his mouth. So did I, said Glory. I'm pretty sure he was yawning. Let's go. Pretty sure. <laughs> I knew it. Pretty sure, Tsunami said. Would you risk your lives on pretty sure? Was he yawning? Did I attack him for nothing? That can't be right. I saw danger and reacted appropriately, didn't I? Maybe if you stop to think for a second, Surflight said, or forever, like you, think, think, think. Worry, worry, worry. Never do anything, Tsunami cried. The skywing suddenly coughed and seawater flooded out of his snout. Clay ruffled his wings with a pleased expression. Oh, wonderful. The, our enemy will survive. Well done. We have to get out of here, Glory said. She took a step back and glanced into the sky where the other soldiers had disappeared. What do we do with him now, oh great leader? Tsunami had no idea. She glanced around frantically. Maybe if they could find some vines to tie him up with. There's a tree, Starflight said, jumping to his feet. In the forest. No, no way. Glory said, a tree in the forest. Being sarcastic <laughs> is not helping. 
tsunami snaps a tree. I mean, a fallen tree. Surface. We can use it. Glory, stay and guard him. Clay and tsunami, come on, quick. Clay, clay, cars, clay charged up the beach behind him. Tsunami paused for a moment. She didn't like leaving the soldier, even if he wasn't fully awake yet. She also didn't particularly like taking orders from Starflight. Well, that's what I call a personal problem, Tsunami. <laughs> Go on, hurry, Sun said, nudging her with one wing. Not far into the forest, a large tree had fallen, with the top of its branches brushing the sand. Clay and Tsunami shoved and rolled it onto the beach and dragged it back to the skywing while Starflight flapped around its walking instructions. As if we need to be told how to move a tree, Tsunami thought grumpily. Yes, you do. <laughs> yep. You probably do. The soldier's eyes were blinking awake as they reached him. He coughed and coughed again, lifting his head to peer dry, uh, groggily at the dragons. How does the tree help? Tsunami asked. We'll put it on top of him, see, Starflight said. So he'll be trapped in place, at least long enough for us to get away. Tsunami hated to admit it, but it was a good idea. No, it's not. That's not a good idea. He's literally just going to, like, push the tree off of him and run after him and kill him all. Like, I doubt it. Like... Fallen tree. Let me look that up. Fallen tree. Are you literally gonna look, look at how big that? Okay, okay, okay. So it's big. They are. Fallen tree. Fallen. Unless they chopped it down. We're talking about dragon. No, unless they chopped it. But that we're also talking thing. about a dragon world where everything is five times the size it's supposed to be. A blueberry is the size of our hand, Kaylee. In that world. That's scary. Yep. It's like the, the period where, like, wasn't that, like, some, it wasn't, like, the Cretaceous period or one of those, like, no, well-known periods, but there was, like, a, a time period where all the insects were, like, super-sized. So the yep, beetle, it was terrifying. A beetle was, like, the size of a bus. Yeah, like, the mosquitoes were, like, mini airplanes. Yeah, pretty much. I could not live in that world. Mosquitoes would, like, find me and kill me. Oh, yeah, you would die. I would die. There was more oxygen, I think. That had something to do with it. I don't know. I'm gonna yeah, there was more oxygen. Some person on Twitter is going to tweet you, like, that's not actually what it was, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. He helped Clay wrestle this tree over until it lay up. Wait, if blueberries are the size of our hands in that world, what are the size of mosquitoes? Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. <laughs> No wonder there's only, like, five scavengers left in Imperia. <laughs> yeah. Besides, I feel bad for them. Oh, my God. That's so terrible living I in a world that way. I'm terrified of Imperia now. Oh, my God. She helped Clay wrestle the tree over until it lay heavily across the orange dragon's back and wings. The Skywing tried to push himself up, but the tree kept him pinned to the sand. What if he's stuck here forever? Sunny worried. He probably will be. She reached over and pressed the, brushed some sand off of his skyving snout. He snorted a puff of smoke and Clay pulled her back. Maybe we should just let him go. We can't do that, Tsunami said. I wish you hadn't attacked him, Sunny said, ducking her up. Me too, said Glory. It wasn't the smartest move, wow. Starfleet agreed. Tsunami's gills flared and she spread her wings. You don't know that, she said. Maybe I saved us again. Thanks for the support, guys, Tsunami thought angrily, but all I'm trying to do is keep everyone safe. Don't worry, Sunny, Clay said, patting the little Sandwing's head. His friends will come looking for him eventually. Eventually or soon, Glory said. So like I said, let's seriously get out of here. Real Glory, the only realist in this group is like, uh, by the way, we have to go, like, <laughs> now? <laughs> yeah. Wait, the Skywing rasped. His voice was hoarse and deep. 
He wriggled, lashing his tail across the sand. Don't leave me like this. Starflight stepped into his line of sight and gazed down at him. Remember we could have killed you, he said. Remember that the dragons of destiny were merciful. We want peace, not more death. We have come to save, period. Oh, good grief, Tsunami said as Glory rolled her eyes. No more hanging out with Nightwings for you. Wow. I thought it sounded nice, Sunny said. Starflight shot her a grateful look. Sunny, don't encourage him, said Glory. Car- carefully, Starflight draped a few leaves large leaves over the dragon's head so we couldn't see where they went. He pointed to the forest and mouth just to be safe. Tsunami sighed, more flying in the wrong direction. She wanted to go home already, home to the ocean and the sea wings and her royal parents. As soon as they lifted into the sky, she casted a longing glance over her shoulder at the ocean. Soon, she thought, soon I'll be with my own dragons. And that's, that's the end. Chapter two. Yeah. With Starflight being overly dramatic, I swear yeah. he's both a choir kid and a theater kid. Yeah, he got a tenor voice. Yeah, he's the tenor. Starflight he's the tenor. Is the most dramatic person for dragon. Ever. Yeah, Sears very dramatic, but I feel like Starflight one-ups him almost every way. Yeah. Starflight plus drama equals duh. Okay. Um, wait. We didn't actually have to do any notes at the beginning, right? Because. Yeah, because we stopped instead of. Okay. But. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, Next episode, I will read the notes and we will continue on. But this, this is like what. I guess, oh, because I guess the start of every book is have. Anyway, um, thank you for listening to this episode that we will post eventually. Um, yeah. I'm so glad that we took a break because now I feel like life is in order and we can finally do this. Oh, yeah. Um, life was crazy and it's going to be crazier because um, in, in my, in my um, location that shall not be um, proclaimed to the general public we do a specific band program thing that so i will miss like a day and a half of school next week which is gonna be amazing oh yeah like i remember like kids don't skip school in any way it's like i remember i used to lo- i used to really try to pretend to be sick so i can miss school for the day and now i'm like and now mom's like, oh, we have to go somewhere and you'll miss like an hour of school. I'm like, no, don't you do this to me, mom. Because for my final exams, you have to have, not only do you have to have a B or higher average in that class, but you also have to have fewer than three absences, which is so stupid because like, what if you're sick? <laughs> Here I am complaining about my school on a podcast for when my family member is dead. For real, yeah. Like, what if I have to go to Mardi Gras or something? I'm gonna yeah. miss this day of school because I still really yeah. want to go to Mardi Gras, and I'm gonna be like super jet lagged, and you don't want to jet lag me on a Monday. Luckily, we don't have to in um, my current age group. We don't have to do final exams for this. Oh, you're gonna hate them next year. So. Yep, I will probably definitely. School is weird. Anyway, um, thanks for listening to Wings of Fire slash my school rant. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening to Wings of Fire, the Lost Book series, and um, catch us next week on Wednesday um, for chapters three through five, hopefully. Bye, and may you always have the power of Wings of Fire.